Henry has a rare night off. He has been on a tear. Chris Tubbs, producer Chris Tubbs, alongside tonight. Uh, Henry is just, I, I'm not going to call him Joe DiMaggio at this point, but he, he has been on a roll. Uh, he, he has been answering the bell, but he does have that rare night off tonight. Steve Thompson, and you normally hear me on Saturdays, so I'll be back tomorrow. By the way, quick plug, great guest out of the gate tomorrow following the news and weather at 3, Professor David Schultz from Hamlin. I have heard it's been a busy week in politics, so we'll open the show with that tomorrow. But we're not going to do that stuff tonight. We're going to have a little fun here on a Friday night. And here we are, holiday weekend. Yes, this is a holiday weekend. And it, it really meets all the criteria of a holiday weekend, even though it's not official, that that we don't get Friday off or we don't get Monday off. It's not an official government holiday but it really is one of the great holiday weekends of the year, and that is the Super Bowl. Because generally people get together with family and friends on Super Bowl Sunday and watch the game and the commercials and eat, not unlike Thanksgiving, which is maybe the greatest American holiday right up there with the 4th of July. And then you have the religious celebrations, and then, of course, you have uh the, the somber Memorial Day weekend, you have Labor Day weekend at the end of the summer. Uh, you, you've got Martin Luther King Jr. Day in January, President's Day, the other holiday weekend in February. Um, so, so those are kind of the biggies on the annual calendar. But, but in my opinion, this is one, one of the great American holiday weekends, even though it's only two days and the big game is on Sunday. A couple of things I want to refute, though. The idea that has been floated that the big game be moved to Saturday night. Then that way people can recover on Sunday. No, 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 no. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I, I, I don't want the game on Saturday. Sunday is good. Leave it on Sunday. And then the idea that, that Monday should be a holiday. Come on. The game is over by, what, 9.30? I mean, you've got the post-game festivities and all that other stuff. But but the Super Bowl's over by 9.30 at the latest. I, I, I don't remember a Super Bowl game running longer than that. So it's 9.30 and, you know, you hang out. And you can still be to bed at a decent time. And it is a school night. And I think you should show up at work or at school and and pay off your gambling related debts right away on Monday morning. <laughs> uh, so so there's my thoughts on Super Bowl weekend. I, I love it. I love the big game. Um, Chris Tubbs, I don't know how you feel, but it, it really is one of two holiday weekends in our shortest month of the year. That's pretty cool. I I, I think isn't it the most wonderful time of the year? Isn't this the yeah it, absolutely? It, I mean. This is really what Bing Crosby was singing about. I mean, you know, the heck. I think that's Andy Williams. Andy Williams. But you know what? You get to the Christmas people, they're all the same. Don Williams, Andy Williams, Ricky Williams. Wait, Don Williams? Don Williams, Don Knotts. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It it, it really is. It it, it is fun to have this this 
time of the year. For sure. But I, I'm with you. Like, why? Why? How ripped are you going to get on Sunday that you need Monday to recover? Like, even, I mean, maybe if the Vikings ever made it to another Super Bowl, because some of us have never experienced that, maybe, you know, Governor Walls or whoever's governor at that point, because it won't be Walls, because we're looking many, many, many years in the future that this would potentially happen. No, it's not going to happen, because I'm a big believer in this is how it's been, and this is how it should be. If you're going to partake and do a ton of day drinking on a Sunday, once again, the game's over by 9.30. You, sh- you should scale back, cut down. It's a school night. And and this is where I get back to. Get up, answer the bell, and show up at work. And, and I know, <laughs> I, I mean, it's seriously. This is, what vaca- this is what vacation days are for, though. Like, pl- plan, plan ahead. Or, plan or, ahead. or take the day. Be up front. I'm going to use PTO on Monday. And I'm not going to show up. But don't give me that, yeah, I'm not doing too well. I think I'm going to work from home or not work at all. Either plan ahead, agree with you, or get up and answer the bell. Um, And and like I say, I'm not a big gambler, so I don't have any gambling debts. Yeah, me neither. There there may be the Diet Coke bet where, all right, if if the Niners – Win, I'll I'll buy you a diet. No, coke no, no, yeah, I, I no. Of. I know you're. No, don't lie. You're like a prop bet king. <laughs> I mean, you are. How many times are they going to you know talk about the yeah, newer yeah. Uh, you know what newer heights podcast? How many times? No, no, no. I I I'm the guy who always lays down the prop bet. Will there be a safety? I drop a hundred on it every year. <laughs> One of the- these years, that's going to pay big. Yeah, I, Steve. I don't know how to break this to you, but every time you drop a hundred, that doesn't roll over. I think you lose that money every year. So God bless you for putting a hundred dollars hey, on it. But but here's the thing: one of these years, it's going to pay, and and I'm going to get back to maybe even better than even. <laughs> better um, better than even. No, nobody ever gambles and breaks even. Nah, I mean, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We're not going to run through the prop bets on the show tonight. At least that's not the plan. That's not the plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. You know that's exactly. Where, you know exactly where I'm going to take this show, Steve. Yeah, that that's not the plan. We're not going to roll through the prop bets. Um, th- that that used to be a go-to bit though, on on the Super Bowl Sunday because I used to do Saturdays. And Sundays. And then with COVID and so on and so forth, they kind of rolled that back and cut back. And now I do Saturdays, and I'm grateful for that. But on Sundays, it really was a good bit because my good buddy Eric, uh, Eric Nelson, I worked for years on the weekends here mm-hmm. at CCO. And he went to the Super Bowl every year, and it was great. So he'd be on radio roll. And, and he'd do it really on his own dime. He'd get a credential, but he'd go on his own dime. And he'd go to Radio Row and get a bunch of interviews. And anybody with ties to the Vikings, he would interview. And he would send that back, so he'd sprinkle them in on Saturday and on Sunday. And it was kind of a cool bet. And then one of the other things we would do is kind of run through the prop bets. But I don't do that much uh, anymore because there's so many of them. Um, there's an encyclopedia prop bet, so we're not going to do that. But I did want to get into is what are your plans for the Super Bowl? Now, 
I, I'm going to lay out what I'm going to do on Super Bowl Sunday, and I think it's really going to be a great day. I, I'm excited about it. And I, I am excited about it because, once again, this is a holiday weekend, and, and like uh, some of these other events where you get together with family and hang out and have food and watch little football, Thanksgiving is obviously the other big one on the list, is on Sunday I'm going to have lunch with my wife and my two daughters and my oldest daughter's boyfriend, and we're going to go to this cool place for lunch, and we're going to celebrate my wife's birthday, her 39th birthday. Um, <clears throat> Damn, you, that's, a, yeah. that's a May-December yeah. romance right there, Steve. Come on, man. No, I'm I, saying that's good, good for you. <laughs> um. So once again, with air quotes, celebrate her 39th victory or birthday. Um, I, I'm trying to stay on the right side of things here. And then my plan is come home, maybe get a couple of things done to prep for the week, stock up on Diet Coke, um, maybe fold my laundry and get my outfits laid out for the week, and then. Settle in, watch Little Golf from Scottsdale. I, I love that tournament. It's on Super Bowl Sunday. The fans get into it, and they're having a good time on the par three, surrounded by the stadium. So I, I enjoy that. And then hopefully the golf runs all the way up to kickoff so I don't have to watch one second of the pregame show. <laughs> do you, and, I mean, when, when do you start watching the pre? Because everybody's always interested in the commercials. Like, when do you start watching the pregame show? Because it's, it's probably already going now, honestly. And, and, and that that's a great ask. I will tune into the pregame show around the anthem because generally they have a big star, and I want to see the anthem. I think that's a cool moment at the Super Bowl. So I'll try. I, I don't care about any of the breaking down, you know, who's got the better tight end, whose D-backs are stronger. I've watched enough football this year where I don't need anybody to tell me what I think about the game. I, I really don't. I don't need to see any more interviews. And Well, that's, I, that's, what, the, that's what the two weeks leading up are really all about. Well, but that's what the whole season is about. And if you're a football fan, you see Kansas City a ton in prime time and in that 325 window, and you see the Niners a ton. So if you don't have... And, and let's face it, if you're a football fan, you've seen most of every playoff game. I don't need five hours of former players and other people telling me what to think about the game. I, I really don't. And I don't think the casual football fan who's there for the party and the commercials mm-hmm. and the anthem and the halftime show, they really don't care about that stuff. So I think that extended pregame show is a complete waste of time if you're a football fan. And if you're a non-football fan, I guarantee you it's a complete waste of time. My wife and daughter watch the game for the commercials and the entertainment. They really don't care about the football. Per- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have, I, have your daughters always watched the game with you? Or was there ever a point they, where they, like. They, I, they, they do because it. of the spots. They, okay. they do because they want to see the spots. And, it, and it's kind of like we get together and we watch the Oscars together every year. They they all hate football. So I'm there for the football and they're there and we're able to hang out. So it all works out. But yeah, I, I just think the, the pregame show and the five hours or whatever is. 
is complete nonsense. I don't even know who watches that stuff. Getting back to my point, if you're a football fan, you already know plenty about the Niners and Chiefs, and no one's going to change my opinion. You're not going to le- you're not going to learn no. something new in that no, five hours. But and, and and you're a football fan, and you follow it, and you're into it. Same deal. I, I, Chris Tubbs, you probably <laughs> tune in about the time I do. I, I tune in actually about an hour before. Oh, wow. okay. Well, and, and that's just because the, the oh, whole. Oh, you wanted to see Biden. Yeah, you know, I I did. I we were actually going to play the uh, the memory game with flipping over the cards. Whoa, it's whoa, like, hey, hey, wow, whoa, what? Yeah, uh, whoa, donkey, donkey, clown, yeah, clown. On, we're going to match no. them. Okay, too no, soon, no. too soon, too no. soon. <laughs> but no, because all of the hubbubaloo has yeah. a, a hullabaloo, as most people would say. I like to say hubbubaloo. It's always about the ads, and to me, it's like, okay, well, when are the ads going to start? Now, the ads to me have been. They've been garbage the last five years. Like, I, I don't know if they've just packed it in, if they're like, okay, well, you know, people are going to watch regardless, so we'll just kind of, you know, we'll kind of half-ass our way through it. Well, well, you know why the ads, though, they've wrecked it. Because they can't help themselves. They've got to put it out on social media. Thank you. Thank you. They, That's, they've well, got to well, leak it. Yeah. They, they, they've wrecked it. And, and, and these people at these ad agencies and the people in the marketing departments of these big companies mm-hmm. that can afford to spend all the money, they, they've wrecked it. I, I, hate and, that. And, I, I hate that. Steve, I want to watch it and be surprised. Yep. Like if I, I totally if, agree. If I see a spoiler or something, I'm like, nope, I don't want to know. You can kind of tell me where your ad might go. But I don't want to know that Jennifer Aniston is going to see David Schwimmer in an Uber Eats commercial. Like, I want to be surprised. Like, give me something. Yeah, I, I see it. But they can't help to ge- to, ge- to generate the buzz. And it's like you realize when you put those spoilers out there, people, it's not going to have that wow factor to people. No. And, and I completely agree. And that's why the people in the ad agencies and the people and now the, the, the people spending the money that that's their prerogative. I think it's a complete mistake. If you have a good ad and and you have a winning ad and you think this is Hall of Fame material, you you wait till the big game. I mean, there's ways to tease it without giving it away. Well, yeah, that, that's well, that, that's tease it. That, that's but just don't it. Play the ad. I mean, a lot of these ads you can see already on social media. I, I, I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that you, that you would do that you, and spend all that money and then spoil the party. Because you ex- exactly because I you want people talking about it afterwards, right? You, you want the quote unquote the water cooler talk on Monday. Man, did you see that ad for? You know, blah, 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 blah. For Budweiser. Instead of being like, oh, man, I can't wait to see it. Why are you waiting to see it when you've already seen it? Like, the the excitement is worn off. Yeah. It it would be, and I get it why they do trailers for two-hour films or three-hour films or whatever it is. You know, motion pictures and that sort of thing. But I I think they've got to be more careful about the teas and just flat out spilling the beans and trying to create this buzz. I, I, I don't know what they gain by that when they're spending what I, I heard on Vanita's show earlier this week. What was it? Seven mil. I thought six to six to six, six to seven mil. And to my understanding, for Steve, a 30 like, second spot. The, the inventory has been sold out like way in advance too. Yeah. So, so, so that's a bit of a bummer, yeah. but we are going to come back what are your plans for the big day? I'm going to lay low. Chris, sounds like you're going to lay low as well. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to spoil it and give it away here. But uh, you know what the heck? I'll say it now, and then we'll say it in the next segment. Yeah, I just like to hang out with my family. I'm just yeah. at the point where. We will, you know, it'll be my wife and I, and we That's may or cool. may not see our child because she is as unfootball uh, interested as any kid that I've ever met, which is weird considering she's part of my bloodline. But, you know, we can talk about that more after the break. Well, and we are, we're going to get into food as well. And Okay, what, well, we can keep it yeah. here then. We can keep it here. Yeah, so, so we'll take a quick break, get into the food, what you're going to have, and by the way, you can get a hold of us, talk and text line, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226, here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it is a big weekend i'd argue one of the great unofficial holiday weekends of the year super bowl a lot of parties get-togethers, etc. Chris and I are both going to lay low, hang out with family, and watch a big game, and food's certainly a big part of it. I will say this, though. Um, in recent memory, I honestly haven't received a lot of invites to Super Bowl parties, and it's not a woe is me. It's just, yeah, the invites haven't come. And I'm not going to go to a sports bar and, and hang out. You know, nah, not going to do that. Because in reality... I really do want to watch the game. And my favorite player to watch in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, is playing in the game. So I really do want to watch the game. And that's a big part of it for me. And I think when you go to a party, it's hard. Like a text, um, you know, trying to listen to Nance Romo or Harlan and Warner on the Mm -hmm. radio side. You know, when you're at a party or at a bar, you you can't hear the commentary. And I'm sorry, it's much harder to focus on the game. And then I do kind of like to post on social media because during these big sporting events, social media is just a laugh riot. And the people I follow and, you know, I follow you on social media, some of the commentary is just hilarious. So I think that interaction. Because we is know fun everything on social media. I mean, when, <laughs> when you post something on the internet, everybody's going to no, think no. you're really smart. But, but if you follow people that you know and trust, like you, 
or or Henry will send out or Chad Hartman will text like Chad was texting during the Grammys. I really enjoy that and and that that I think that social media at its very best during these big events, whether it's the Grammys or the Oscars or the Super Bowl or whatever, interacting with people you know on the social media and trading barbs. It's like you're at a party together, but you are watching the game and you, you share a comment. I, I think it's a great use of social media. Another big part of it for me is the food, and I keep it simple. Give me some ruffles, give me some sour cream, and some cheap beer, and I'm good. Sour cream and ch- cheap beer? No, no. Chips, ruffles. And uh, sour cream. Just plain sour cream yeah. to dip the chips in and then wash it down with cheap beer. I, I don't need anything fancy. Give me a high life. I'm good. PBR. PBR me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get I'm, that. I'm good. All right, what about you? Now, it sounds like you you and the wife, you know, do it up food-wise. Yeah, I mean, it, well, do, doing it up is a very, very loose term. We don't really do a whole lot. She'll make the Rotel dip, like, you know, it's got the Velveeta. and oh, you've, yeah. you've I mean, you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, the Rotel tomatoes, sure. you know, things like that. She'll do that and, you know, some jalapeno poppers and, you know, we might order pizza or something or make some homemade subs. It's, it's really low-key, but I, I will admit I have kind of gotten off of the chicken wing bandwagon. Yeah. I, I, I just I, I feel like it's just. Chicken wings are so overrated for the amount of meat that you get. Like, give give me give me a boneless nugget. Like, give me a saucy nugget over a yeah, chicken and, wing. And, and by the way, they're not boneless wings. They're nuggets. They're nuggets. They're saucy yeah. nugs. They're, they're saucy nuggets. Stop yeah. with the boneless wings. Uh, more on that later on the show. Uh, let's get to Bob and Woodbury. Bob, uh, you're on the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry tonight. Hi, Steve. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you on the uh, starting time and day. We don't need a Saturday night Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we don't need a Monday holiday. But I think they could still adjust that starting time. We're in central time zone, but New York and East folk, East uh, Coast folks are, you know, an hour. Yeah, 6.30 uh, you start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that puts them in kind of ten thirty by the time they're done. Yeah. And uh, if you've got kids in that and early morning work Monday, it's kind of tough. Yeah, but and I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be offended. Yeah, I, I would not be offended at all with a four o'clock start or even a four thirty start. Bump it up a little bit. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. But it's Super Bowl Sunday. Get up and go to work and go to school on Monday. Or, as Chris said, plan accordingly and take a PTO. Yeah. Well, thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the call. Uh, Good calls. But we invite you to uh, certainly enjoy the weekend and have a good time. Uh, Timberwolves have had ups and downs. The win over the Bucks in Milwaukee certainly was a high watermark. We'll get into that. Chris Hine covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune. Uh, They still have the L.A. Clippers. They have a trip to Portland before the break. Chris Finch will be the head coach of the Western Conference All-Stars. We'll get into all of that with Chris 
You're on News Talk. 830-WCCO. Timberwolves riding the roller coaster. Still in good shape right around the top of the NBA's Western Conference. All-Star break looms. Chris Finch will coach Western Conference All-Stars. And to talk all things Timberwolves, Chris Hine covers the club for the Star Tribune. His work online at startribune.com. Chris, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well. Doing all right. How you doing? Yeah, very good. Uh, they bring in a veteran point guard to kind of shore things up. Monte Morris. Uh, this seems to be a good move and fill a hole that the Timberwolves felt they had. I think they needed they needed this because they needed some some options off the bench in terms of somebody who can run the show a little at point guard, somebody who could get a couple buckets for them. You know, the bench scoring has been kind of up and down all season. Um, Nazarene has had to try and kind of carry that burden a lot uh, coming off the bench. So I think this is, you know, Monte Morris is going to kind of slot in as this kind of ninth guy, uh, backup point guard, a little bit of a bucket getter, 39% career three-point shooter. So it makes a lot of sense on paper. The Wolves didn't have a lot of assets that they could, you know, really use to get a, a, a bigger name or, a splashy name, but if they can identify the right fit, and Tim Connolly is very familiar with Monte Morris from their years together in Denver, you know, then maybe he can he can have a, an impact here down the stretch run. As we come up on the break, do you, do you get the sense that that they need a, a veteran guy like this, so so they're maybe not leaning as hard on Mike Connolly, where they. they we, we've seen him be out of the lineup a little bit, but kind of a load management situation for Conley to make sure that he is, you know, still fresh come postseason time. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, you know, Chris Finch talked last night about how, you know, Morris's minutes or where those minutes might come from. And part of it was maybe reducing the burden on Mike Conley and maybe finding a way yeah. to take his minutes down just a little bit on a night-to-night basis to try and save him. But, you know, Mike Conley, I think, you know, he does a really good job of, of keeping himself ready, uh, making sure that he's, that he's good to go on a night-in, night-out basis. Uh, you know, obviously in great shape, takes great care of his body. So I think he's, you know, I think those concerns might be a little bit overblown when it comes to him. Um, but certainly they do want to make sure that he's as fresh as possible uh, come April. And I, I do think, you know, it's good insurance in case he does tweak an ankle or, you know, bang up a knee for, you know, and he's sidelined for a week or two. So I can see a scenario where, yeah, the Conley's minutes maybe get reduced just a little bit, but they still very much need uh, Mike Conley on this team. Healthy. Chris Hine joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune. Chris, it, it has been a roller coaster ride. I mean, tons of ups and downs. I mean, you look at, you know, games going back to that dreadful night against Charlotte at Target Center on January 22nd. And if games along the way, is just head scratchers. Game against the Spurs, the magic at home, yep. and then the other night in Chicago. But then on the flip side, you have this blowout win over the Bucks in Milwaukee last night. This is uh, this is the ups and downs of an NBA season. Yeah, <laughs> with, right. especially with a good team. You know, you look up. This team is still 20 games over 500, despite all the the recent 
kind of calamities that they've had. <laughs> um, and they're still capable on a night in night out basis of putting together nights like that Oklahoma city win a, a week or so ago. And this Milwaukee win last night, though Milwaukee was a little shorthanded. Um, you know, the and the NBA teams always seem to hit another gear coming out of the all-star break. Yeah. That's just kind of how it is. You're kind of just playing through this portion of the season really trying to get to the all-star break. And then, you know, the last 25 games, turn it on and make the playoff push because you're rested and rejuvenated. So I think there's a little bit of the Wolves wanting to just get to the all-star break with their, their head above water in this race for first in the Western Conference. And then once you recharge, maybe once you get Monte Morris kind of fully integrated into what you're doing because he's been hurt most of the season, um, then maybe you can have a, a fuller picture of, of who this team is the last two months of the season. I, I found it very interesting with, with this team and all the veterans, and then you, you've got you know the, the budding young superstar in Anthony Edwards. And Chris Finch in his willingness to call the team out has been very interesting to me, and it doesn't seem like he's lost any of these guys. And and he, you spend a lot of time at the practice facility and follow the team on the road, etc. I mean, he he definitely has earned their respect, and he's in a spot where he can call them out. It doesn't seem to cause problems. No, and I think there's a couple things at play here. One is. They'll all tell you that he doesn't, like, play favorites or spare anybody when it comes to how he coaches. Like, he will, he will uh, you know, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns in a practice. You know, and, and just because they're star players doesn't mean that they get any sort of softer treatment or specialized treatment. Number two, I think an underrated quality about Anthony Edwards that maybe goes unrecognized fans is he accepts hard coaching you know and that's not something that every superstar even young superstars in the nba are willing to really accept um you know and i think he, he talked about it a little bit uh, at a practice recently and he said that you know it's his football background really that helps him with that he's like oh my i think it was, i think he said his cousin used to coach him in football and he's like my cousin used to say way worse things than <laughs> finch does and <laughs> than finch does in practice when i was playing football growing up so you know i think i think he's just he's he himself allows that takes it accepts it and doesn't make a big deal about it and i think that could help set a tone for the rest of the team and look, you know, they're having success. You know, even when they have some of these stumbles, you know, uh, like they have had recently, you recognize that that's just a part of an NBA season. The best teams even will lose to the Charlottes and the Spurs of the world from time to time. But you're in a good spot right now. You know, why, why should you let a couple bad losses or a bad week or two really rock the boat on what's been a, a pretty special season up to this point? Yeah, and it, it, it's funny how things change, and the the Timberwolves and Tim Connolly were were right to run it back because the, there were a lot of people, and and I was one who said, boy, that you know they gave up so much to get Gobert, and this doesn't 
look like it's going to work and so on and so forth. But, you know, in reality, Rudy Gobert has had a really nice 23-24 season to this point. I mean, he, he's been most nights really good. Yeah, I think you saw last night uh, Doc Rivers kind of spoke for, I think, a lot of people around the league in his post-game press conference by saying, I don't think people are laughing at that trade anymore. Um, because of how well Gobert has played, how seamlessly the defense has come together. Um, you know, Chris Finch was talking last night, and I'd have to go back and watch the tape on this to see exactly what he was talking about. But Rudy was doing like some of these some subtle things on the defensive end to get them out of bad matchups, like switching off, um, you know, and making sure that like when Milwaukee was hunting for a switch. They were getting the Wolves were getting the ideal matchup and not the Bucks. Um, so you know it's it's that kind of unseen, kind of hidden impact that that he's had that goes beyond what the box score measures. That's always been the case for him, and dating back to his days in Utah when you know the the Jazz fans would say the same thing. And I think when you watch him on a nightly basis, you really appreciate the impact that he has. Yeah, and before the break, uh, pretty big matchup. And, and granted, it's one of 82. It, it, it's not going to ultimately determine anything in the postseason for sure. But on the road in L.A. against the Clippers and the Timberwolves, one of their big wins of the year was against a very good L.A. Clipper team at Sunday night in Target Center. I was there with my wife and daughter. And, wow, that that was a nice Timberwolves win. You know, Kawhi Leonard is just you know, kind of a quiet game, but he's so good. And then you got Paul, and then, of course, he got Harden as well. But, man, Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, he's so good. I think that's what's been such a surprise this year is the Clippers just in general have been healthy. And this is a team yeah. and players like Paul George and Kawhi who have not really played uh, as many games as they're on track to play this season. I, they're so successful and near the top of the Western Conference right now. Uh, Kawhi, they, they just they have so many options, and they seem to have figured it out since the Harden trade. And really, it's for opposing defense to pick their poison on a night-in, night-out basis. You know, do you leave Harden? Do you, you know, sacrifice a little on Paul George? Do you sacrifice a little on Kawhi Leonard? Um, the Wolves have a, a bit of a luxury in the sense that they have Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels and Conley, who are not minus defenders and plus defenders. And in Conley's case, you know, maybe more of a of a neutral defender, but still can hold his own on the defensive end of the floor. So it's you know the, the Wolves are kind of fortunate in the way that their roster matches up with the Clippers. Um, you know, we'll see what happens on the road here. They played the Clippers three more times on the stretch of the season here. I think each matchup is going to be fascinating and a potential playoff series against them with the, the chess match between Ty Lue, who's regarded as one of the best coaches in the league, and, and Finch will be, will be really fun to watch if those two get in the playoff series against each other. Well, Chris, I know it's been a whirlwind for you, and you've been very busy, and you got a ton of stories. Uh, Chris Finch talking about Monte Morris, and uh, you've got that piece online at uh, StarTribune.com and much, much more on the club. But thanks so much for the time. Yep, no problem, Steve. Thank you. All right, there he is, Chris Hine. He covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune and joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And I, I heard Lake, he, Chris, you and uh, Lake 
talked about the deal, and I think Henry brought it up a lot. Um, it, it, it's not a gigantic move. It's not one that all of a sudden they're their favorites to win the Larry O'Brien. I don't put it in that category. But in general, I like the move. I, 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 they had to do something and and find a little more guard help, and it, it's probably the best thing they could have done, Chris. Considering how much salary they've already got tied up oh, and, yeah. into what they've got and the you know non-tradable assets, you can't go out and you can't make a blockbuster move. So you, you you're, work you're, with what you're you, not getting Tyus Jones. No, and, and I mean a, a first round pick for Tyus Jones. And, you know, no disrespect to Tyus Jones, it's the value just isn't there. And, and for the Timberwolves, with where you're at, do you really need to make a big move that's going to disrupt the chemistry, or do you just try and shore up something that might be a little bit of a weakness? And that's you know that's what they did, getting somebody that can. You know, just spell Mike Conley a little bit and, you know, that can take care of the basketball. Two things you need when you're a contending team like the Timberwolves are this year. Yeah, and once again, I don't think the odds of the Timberwolves getting to the finals changed with the deal. I, I don't think anybody's saying that, but what they were able to do, you give them credit. They they made a move. They got something done. And they they moved on from players that that didn't help. Um, and we'll, we'll see going forward, but you know, once again, it becomes a consistency thing. Another thing that I think Chris brought up and it's so true and in the panic that ensues when you lose a game like to the bulls or to the magic at home or to the spurs or, or that game against the Hornets is just like, Oh, I mean, you could just see that one coming a mile away back on January 22nd. It's one of 82. While not ideal, you quickly forget about it when you go into Milwaukee and beat the Bucks. And oh, by the way, Giannis was available. You know, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, that that's a very good win and take some of the sting, pardon the pun, out of the loss to the Hornets <laughs> a couple of weeks back. Quick break. Much more. Steve in for Henry. It is the Lake Show. Chris Tubbs alongside here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. All the news, all the weather at 7 here on the Lake Show. And then I'm going to visit with author Kevin Allensbach, longtime sports writer up in St. Cloud, has a brand new book, Mirage of Destiny, the story of the 9091 North Stars. We look forward to doing that with you coming up following that news and weather. And much, much more here on the program. Uh, a lot of fun. Hanging out with Chris Tubbs and you here on a Friday night on the Lake Show here on News Talk. E3O WCCO.